Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music and lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Final hour on this Thursday. It'll be busy. Gilbert Arenas is going to join us. Former NBA All-Star. At age, I think, 28, brought a gun into the locker room when he was playing in Washington and had an altercation with Javaris Crittenden. And all of a sudden, he got a 50-game suspension uh, and really never recovered. He played a long time in the NBA, played overseas as well. And Gilbert was instant offense. He was a very, very good player. And I thought it would be good to have him on, talk about what's going on with John Morant, And a few other things. Gilbert, uh, never short on opinions. Kevin Durant, uh, the Arizona Republic is reporting that he could be out, could be, for the rest of the regular season. The organization is concerned that he has a grade two sprain on his ankle that keep him out from between four and six weeks. And if that's the case, we have a month left in the regular season. You'd shut him down. He might not be available to start the postseason. Luka Doncic injured his thigh Wednesday night. And uh, no update on that as well. This program brought to you by the great folks at Panini. Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. Jim Beheim almost went kicking and screaming that uh, he was retiring, not retiring. Got to ask the, uh, the school officials. Uh, the school officials then said, yes, Jim is retired. Adrian Autry will take over at Syracuse. After 47 years, Jim is uh, done at Syracuse. By the way, John Moran is out four more games. It's not being called a suspension. Haven't heard from the NBA on their investigation, but he's away from the team for four more games. Bids that were handed out Tuesday night, Texas A&M, Corpus Christi, Colgate, and Montana State. Big news this morning, Diana Rossini has done a wonderful job. She's been all over this Aaron Rodgers, New York Jets situation. And uh, she had a tweet earlier this morning where she said in the wake of an extension, uh, extensive in-person meeting between Aaron Rodgers and the New York Jets brass, including owner Woody Johnson, there's optimism in the uh, Jets organization that they are on the brink of landing the future Hall of Famer, according to uh, sources telling ESPN. And uh, Diana Rossini, kind enough to join us there. Who's, whose trophy is that? Whose office are you in right now at the mothership? I love that you know that I'm not good enough to have my own <laughs> office. So I am in someone else's office. And I figured if I'm going to go in an office, I got to make sure this is like the superstar office at ESPN. So this is actually Stephen A. Smith's um, office at the South Street Seaport. Oh, uh, I mean, <laughs> we got all the here. You got the cowboy, the black cowboy hat on. You got his cigar. You got a trophy that's the size of you. I, I mean, what is he even getting this for? It's oh, this is great, Dan. You'll love this. 
The GOAT Broadcaster Award is what this is. Oh, so. I, I didn't yes. know there was a real award with that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I apologize that uh, you did not win it this year. <laughs> Excuse me, in 2019, <laughs> you did not win it. But there's hope for 2023. I'll, I'll see who I can talk to to make sure you try to win this thing. But, yeah, you, you learn a lot about a person sitting in their office. And there's not much to Stephen A. Everything about him is here. It's Dallas Cowboys jerseys. <laughs> Hats and trophies that basically tell him how great he is. He's that simple of a man. Uh, well, here, we're here to tell you how great you've been with uh, the coverage of Aaron Rodgers and the Jets, that uh, everybody went out to visit with him. What are the Jets selling? Do we know? What are they selling to Aaron Rodgers? What's the pitch? Yeah, they're selling the, they're selling the roster. Uh, they're going from top to bottom explaining what they have to give him that was what i was told that that was that was sort of the opening line of hey this team is built to win now we're not gonna we're not doing this to grow um and it was a very similar pitch to Derek carr by the way um in terms of trying to let these quarterbacks know that they're just one talented guy away from what they believe you know, is to get deep in the playoffs and part, you know, you know, they want a Super Bowl. Let's just say that they're trying to go for a Super Bowl. But okay. You mentioned Derek Carr. Were the Jets leaning towards him? Was he leaning towards them? I'm just curious about how this worked that now we're on Aaron Rodgers and Derek Carr's in New Orleans. Yeah, this was all going on over the weekend. And, you know, every time I was checking in with both sides and everyone around the league who was in the conversations, it seemed like, the Jets were in on Derek Carr, right? You, you heard some of the reports that, that I shared about how they were pitching this Jets roster as well. They were, they believe in what he could do, what he could bring to New York. His own legacy could change if he were to win in New York. You know, I think there was a little bit of jokes made that part of the Jets pitch was you could be a future Hall of Famer and everyone said, ha, 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 Derek Carr, he's not a future. No, no, no. The New York Jets do not believe Derek Carr is a first-round ballot Hall of Famer right now. But if he wins in New York with this team, I could see where maybe perhaps they have that belief in him. Um, so that was that was part of their sell there. Uh, they obviously don't need to sell the Hall of Fame aspect to Aaron Rodgers. He's there. But could Derek uh, Carr have had this job if he wanted it? Could he be the quarterback of the Jets? I think there was a time when this was going to work out. There was a time when both sides were very interested in one another. Uh, I don't think they made it, um, you know, completely down the aisle. Uh, but it, it was looking like it was going in that direction, Dan. And and I was a little surprised it didn't, to be, to be very honest with you. Um, and that window closed, the time in terms of when New York wanted an answer and another window remained open and that window was the world of aaron Rodgers. and from what i can gather the jets felt that they had enough information about aaron Rodgers' interest in them for them to then continue conversations reach out to the packers um have discussions of compensation and then eventually owner woody johnson getting everybody on board a jet to fly out west to sit in front of Aaron. What do you think the compensation is going to be for Rodgers with the Packers? You know, or, I, I, I've been, I've been trying to get the actual facts, but um, I, he, here's something that could happen. I could see them perhaps not getting a first rounder out of this. Which, when I first heard that, I it like it actually kind of blew my mind um, because to think about the value they could get for him. Um, but I don't, Dan. I don't sense from Green Bay that they're asking for the for the moon and the stars here. Yeah. I think they're being really fair with the Jets. Now, I do think the interesting part of this is going to be the contract. That's what I want to know. I want to see if this actually, if they're able to get the ball over the goal line here and bring in the big fish to New York. What is an Aaron Rodgers contract going to look like? knowing Woody Johnson wants to spend the money. I spent some time with Woody a few weeks ago in Arizona, and we had all these conversations about what he's looking for. And I didn't have to direct too much. He was very open. They know they need a veteran, and they need someone who can come in here and just go. They, they, they don't want to 
um, have to support in any other way. They want a star. And it's why they went after Aaron. Mike Tannenbaum, who I have great respect for, former Jets GM, said that he would offer Aaron Rodgers back loaded. So it'd be yeah. if I did 30 million, then I would do 60 million for year two. Because if I'm the Jets, do I want Aaron Rodgers for just one year? That you're all in for one year and you're going to try to win a Super Bowl and then convince him to stay. And then all of a sudden you're in a Packers situation here. No, no. I understand Mike's theory on it. And I also have tremendous respect for him because he's done the job and we saw what he he did it with Brett Favre. Um, But I don't think that's going to be good enough for an Aaron Rodgers in terms of money. Let's go back even a year ago, Dan, when, when we were all trying to figure out what kind of money Aaron was looking for. And from the conversations I had back then, I recalled it being very clear. He wanted to be the highest paid quarterback. And even though he denied that he wanted 50 million, he went on McAfee's said, no, that's not true. Guess what Aaron Rodgers got paid? $50 million, right? So he likes money and he should. We all do. I don't have enough money to have my own office. So I get it. I just, I don't think New York is going to be able to pull anything on him. In ter- I think this is still recruiting. They're, and if they're going to lean into that, they're going to want to give him a lot of money to, to, to make sure he knows he's coming to New York and, and he's going to be taken care of. When's the decision expected? So the last um, source I spoke with today in New York is they are, they are waiting for Aaron. So that's what the holdup is. So compensation still being worked out. I heard that it's they're still kind of going back and forth on some things, but they feel good they're going to get there. This is now Aaron. So here I am talking <laughs> to you, right, on Thursday afternoon, and I'm like, they feel so good. The Jets are ready. You know, number 12 is hanging. The flag is hanging from the Brooklyn Bridge to my right. It's it's not really, but Mike Greenberg might as well go do it. Um, we're not there yet, but the Jets have done everything, absolutely everything they possibly can do as an NFL team to try to lure the future Hall of Famer. Okay, I'll leave you with this. I don't mean to be a buzzkill. Let's say they don't get Aaron Rodgers in New York. Jimmy Garoppolo, he would be the next. Well, first of all, <laughs> I, I, you didn't ask me who the next quarterback. You just made a statement. There was no question there. Who do you think will my, be the next quarterback if they don't get Aaron Rodgers? My Rogers? response, <laughs> as a girl that lives in New Jersey, my response to your statement of, oh my, it would be like, oh my God. Like, at this point, the Jets are so far in this, Dan, that, look, if you're a Jets fan, you have to be at least happy your team is trying. But the the, the soul-crushing reality of them dropping the ball on this, or perhaps they're not even dropping the ball, but if Aaron were to turn around and go, oh, you know, I'm going to just retire. I I, I can't, um, I don't know if there's been pain like that in New York in a long time. Um, in fact, I, I'm, I'm trying to think in my head right now, like when was the last time New York was just absolutely crushed? Some would argue the Daniel Jones contract, but, um, <laughs> but look, that being said, I think the next move would be, would be, exploring the Jimmy Garoppolo market and and you got to I don't know this for a fact so you know but I would think that Lamar Jackson would be something that they would have to look into as well cuz that that's something that they could make work there in that offense. You've done a great job and uh thank you and I uh, I text Stephen A and told him that you were in his office and uh he's probably going to have some words for you. Uh-oh. We just lost her. Uh-oh, Stephen A. May have, yeah. Stephen A may have pulled the plug on her there. Thank you, Diana, if you can hear me. Diana Rossini of the uh, Mothership. Yes, Paulie? How would you feel if you're Zach Wilson? You know, you were the flavor of the year last year with the Jets. You're under contract with the Jets for two more seasons guaranteed, unless they trade you. But you have a rookie deal. They can't. He's just sitting there watching yeah, all this Yeah, but he on. needs to just sit there. Yeah. He'd just sit there and absorb. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, Diana was talking about, you know, if they don't get Rodgers, have they felt pain like this? I'd go back to when the Knicks thought they were getting LeBron. You know, they really thought that they were, you know, he was there in, in Connecticut, in uh, Greenwich, 
Boys and Girls Club, and it just felt like, well, of course he's there, and the practice facility's there, and he's coming to the – he's not going to the Knicks. He's taking his talents elsewhere. Yes, Eden. I was convinced the Knicks were getting LeBron and Ricky Rubio at the exact same time. Like, <laughs> they're going to go to New York together. Yeah, yeah. Because you need Ricky Rubio if you're going to get LeBron. Yeah, yeah. Yes, Marv. There's nothing better than when a pending free agent goes to the Garden the, the season before they become a free agent. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they just ha- already have their jerseys. Oh, yeah. The, the Kevin Durant Knicks jersey, the LeBron Knicks jersey, the Kyrie. They're going to have a Zion jersey here coming up. They were like, oh, this is our big three. Kyrie, Zion, Katie. Oh, none of them came. Uh, let's see. Mike in Ohio. We'll squeeze in a couple of uh, phone calls. Hey, Dan. Second timer. Hey, Mike. Hello. Hey, I got a question for you. Did you ever have the Burtman's Ballpark Mustard in Cleveland, Ohio? Uh, Probably but I haven't been to a Cleveland game in a long, long time. You got You can't say Indians anymore, I understand. Um, but, hey, I'm going to send you guys some mustard, but I got an idea for Fritzy to get a uh, person into the brackets. Okay. He needs to reach out to Dr. Phil's people in his Dr. Phil voice and invite Dr. Phil to be in the bracket challenge. Well, yeah, Fritzy's not afraid to invite anybody, Mike. I. Uh, Fr- you got this whole fancy aquarium in the house. You ain't got no fish in it. <laughs> you got a toothache. You're going to the podiatrist. That's not going to work. <laughs> it would be great to have Dr. Phil on and you do Dr. Phil to Dr. Phil. Just love his random generic it, statements. Like you're going, wait, what did you say? My son's on drugs. You got this big cowboy hat and a horse and a lasso. I don't make you no cowboy. <laughs> there are so many non sequiturs with him. But when Fritzy goes, I was watching Dr. Phil, and he and he told some mother uh, that uh, she had a, a fish tank and no fish in the fish tank. You spent all this money on this big fancy aquarium, ain't no fish in it. What you, I don't know where you're going with this. That's why your sons can't get off the drug. Reach out to Doc, Dr. Phil. Okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> my thanks again to Diana Rossini. I know she's busy today working on this Aaron Rodgers situation. Gilbert Arenas will join us coming up next here Dan Patrick Show. Panini America, the official trading cards of this program, the official trading cards of the NFL, NBA, UFC, FIFA, World Cup, collegiate sports. When you think of trading cards, think Panini. They have public auctions on the site. You get the hottest rookies, biggest superstars, all-time greats there. Also, check out their NFT marketplace at paniniamerica.net slash blockchain, one-of-a-kind digital cards. A couple other things. Make sure you check out the newly released NFL Mosaic, Prism, NBA Hoops, also Don Russ. We just got a package of those cards. And more of your favorite Panini brands now as NFTs. Panini NFT platform and the only platform where you can win physical versions of your NFTs. Panini NFT trading cards giving you the opportunity to pull autograph cards, memorabilia cards, rare inserts, even one-of-one NFTs from every pack. Visit PaniniAmerica.net slash blockchain. One-of-a-kind. One of one NFTs from every pack. The official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, are like, you know, who's ready to get Creighton? You don't watch Creighton. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shane and the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not gonna, the not the Big East tournament. They're, well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That cool. Like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team. Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> and then they're never at any of those. Yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? See the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury 
with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. We were just talking about spring training, playing baseball, going to baseball games, playing softball, and I just brought back that taste when you're there at a spring training game and you get to have a Miller Lite. It's a warm afternoon, Scottsdale, Arizona. Beer here! Paulie used to be a beer vendor. I was a beer vendor at Scottsdale Stadium, and I slung Miller Lite, so I was just throwing them out there. Okay. Not literally. Okay, but just that cold, refreshing taste. The crack? Yes. Not the crack of the bat. Which is better, crack of the bat's crack of the beer? I'd crack of the beer. Absolutely. Miller Lite. It tastes like beer. How about that? That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And you should, too. They've been doing this since 1975. The original light beer. Everybody else is just trying to imitate them. Less filling, only 96 calories. Times change, but you can always enjoy the great taste of Miller Lite. Tastes like Miller time. Miller Lite. Get it delivered to your door. Visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick. Or you can pick up some Miller Lite pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories, 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. Fritzy's been working on the Celebrity Bracket Challenge, and he reached out to a lot of people. He reached out to uh, Liam Neeson, the uh, big-time actor, and we actually have a response from uh, Liam Neeson, apparently, on uh, if he'll join us for a Celebrity Bracket Challenge. Hello, it's Liam. I heard you were looking for me to be part of the Dan Patrick Bracket Challenge. Truth is, I don't know who you are. But since I do know what you want, I will find you. And I will become part of it. By the way, Fritzy, you're the best part of the show. Hilarious stuff. See, you had me until he said that at the very end. Then you know know it's not (laughs) him. Then I knew it wasn't true. I think you still have me. (laughs) I will find you, and I will kill you. Good stuff. Yeah. Thank you, Todd. Good Liam Neeson there, by the way. Gilbert Arenas, three-time NBA All-Star with the Wizards and co-host of Gil's Arena podcast. He joins us on the program. Gil, let me... Uh, I want to apologize up front because it, you probably got all these people who called you once John Morant was found with a gun in a strip club. They're like, hey, let's get Gilbert Arenas on because you got caught with a gun you know, in the, um, in the locker room. So uh, thanks for joining us. How many no people problem. reached out to you to get your thoughts on John Morant? It, it was a it was a few. I'm not going to lie. But, you know, because um, I have my own platform. Um, I usually can just give my own opinion from there, but um, uh, I think you're the only one I I, I actually accepted. Oh, well, I appreciate that. <laughs> what did you think when you heard or when you saw what he was doing live on Instagram? Um, since I since I I'm the one who's actually you know been there, done that. Um, I can really understand you know the behavior. Um. It's an outcry. It's an outcry. It's not. It's not a thug type of thing. It's a. It's more of an outcry of leave me alone of uh, behavior. You know, he's being accused of you know the um, the store incident with his you know uh, involving his mother, and then you have the seventeen-year-old kid that he pulled a gun. You know, so he's getting these backlashes from the media. Now he wants to show everyone that I, I'm I'm this tough guy. Leave me alone. It's that type of behavior. It's 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 more of an outcry, a rebellion. Um, what would you stance. What would you say to him? It? It's one of those things. Like I understand. I understand the hurt. I understand the pain. But that comes with the job. 
um, it comes with the job. You know, we're, we're in a spotlight and when you're in the spotlight, you have to take the good with the bad. So um, you can't act like this. This is not the behavior that actually helps you going forward. You know, the only thing that can help you is keep your head low and and and, and do your job. You know, right now, this partying in the club, having fun, you know, showing weapons or no weapons, that's not part of your job. But I, I don't know what he's, you know, uh, revolting against or what's he angry? He's got everything, <laughs> Gilbert. You, Yes, but no. Um uh, athletes, uh, athletes' life is a little harder than it, it seems. The only time we have peace is when we're at the job. Um, everything outside of the job is nothing we are prepared for. You know, you're talking about, you know, 19, 20, 21-year-old kids who have all the money in the world. We're not 40. <laughs> we're not businessmen. We're not. We're getting the, the, the most money at the wrong time of our lives. Um we have everyone in the world pulling on us for loans, money. I mean, it's it's if we can play the game all day and not have to deal with reality, we would. But, but <laughs> we, does we he really want to be somebody he's not? No, no. It, it, it's it's a it's just like any in 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 anything in life. It's a phase. Um, we all go through it. You know, when you're a college kid, you have a phase. You know, when you're a young adult, you have a phase. When you're in your 30s, you have a phase. When you're in your 40s, you have a phase. You know, at for some reason with athletes, you know, um, that, that phase between 20 to 25, you somehow think you're this invincible, you know, rap star, gangster life when that's really not it. It's, 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 I don't want to blame the music, but um, the music we will listen to to get ready for games to get ready for competition um, is going to be of the violent nature. We have to really get ourselves ready. We're not li- listening to like some soft Drake or, you know, Madonna or some, you know, Mariah Carey before the game. We're going to listen to the hardcore stuff to, to really get us amped up. What were you listening to the um, night you brought a gun into the locker room? <laughs> I wasn't listening to anything. <laughs> I wasn't listening to anything. You know, my my stance was um, I was being challenged. You know, someone said they were going to do something to me. And I said, I don't think you are. I want to see it. So I was I was calling a bluff. I, I, I want to see you do this. Let's 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 see how tough you are. So will will I not do that again? I can't say I wouldn't because at that time, what was making me great was accepting all challenges. You know, you say you're going to, you know, stop me from scoring 60. I don't think you can. Let me see you do it. You know, so mine was a little different because it wasn't me being aggressive. It was more of the other person being aggressive and I need to see you do this. Because, okay, so you bring, was it unloaded, the gun? The gun, yeah, they were they were unloaded. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the gambling dispute between you and uh, Javaris Crittenden back in 2009. No. no. It was not. They were, no, they were gambling. I was poking fun at them losing. Oh. Yeah, see. Yeah. Okay. It had nothing to, yeah, it had nothing to do with me actually losing money or him owing money. It okay. was never about you know any of that. And then you allegedly both pointed guns at each other. No. I've never, I've never touched a gun. Never had a gun. Um, he never pointed a gun at me. In that, in that, uh, in that bizarre that, that's the story, that yeah. you guys pointed guns at each other in the locker room. Yeah, no, it wasn't. It wasn't that. It was uh, the guns were on his chair. Um, the guns were on his chair, and it was basically pick one, the one you say you're going to shoot me with. I want to see it. Um, it was that stance, and he was saying, "I don't need your guns. I have my own gun." Oh, um, yeah. But was his sphere, loaded? I don't know. No, I, listen, it was it wasn't. <laughs> but knowing what it, has happened to him since then, I'm guessing Crittenden had a loaded gun. I can't say he did or didn't. Yeah. Was I scared? No. Like, did I think he was in a shooting? No. <laughs> like, we hung out every day, all day. It was we have a big brother, little brother. Uh, relationship and it was more of the I need to stand up for myself because he's making me look stupid in front of the teammates it's it's it was more of that behavior than wow. you know really feeling threatened by anything and then you got a 50 game suspension 
Yes. It, it ended up being 50 game, but it was it was the rest of the season, 38 games. Okay. Plus the team made it to playoffs. Okay. But but for the, the record, we didn't get suspended for guns in a locker room. Because guns on NBA property is only two to three games. And the story was too big for them to say, oh, it's only two game suspension. So I got suspended for the um the incident. Well, it was the behavior Conduct that I was det- detrimental, detrimental to the team. So back then, mental you can use mental to hold kids out longer. So basically, what they were trying to do to Ben Simmons early uh, in Philly, when he said, "Oh, conduct detrimental to the team," he suspended. Back then, you can use that indefinitely. That's why he used it against them and said, oh, I'm mentally, I need mental, I need to, to do my mental. He used that so he can sit out as long as he wanted to. I'm glad you cleared that up. <laughs> um, what do you think, if you're the commissioner, what do you do to John Morant? If I'm the commissioner, then because I've been there, I know, I personally know Adam Silver technically can't do nothing. Um because it's it's he's already been punished by his team, which is a smart move if you're the Grizzlies. Hurry up and suspend him. Um, but so why don't they get... say it's a suspension, Gilbert? Because they're saying he's taking time off. So he <clears throat> why not so say it's sus- a suspension? Because it, Be- it, it, hadn't, it hasn't been labeled that. Because he got suspended for two games by the Grizzlies, and now he's taking time off to reevaluate. It's like um. It's like your business, right? You have you have your your employee who's a very great employee for you. You don't want this outside tenancy, you know, giving you thirty games and it messes up your business. So you're trying to get in front of self-imposed. What, yes. So um, they're probably just one because Adam Silver can't do anything. He can't suspend them until all the evidence is presented. Um, now, how do you present evidence that there's no weapon? You can't prove that. He used the airplane with the weapon or you, you don't have any proof of any of that. So you can't really do anything unless he admits it. And that's what I did. I admitted those were my guns. Um, so once I said I admitted it, they was like, we're going to give you 50 games. And I said, well, they wasn't mine. <laughs> How does that work? <laughs> so once they realized that, you know, because, you know, they had to do their investigation, you know, the fingerprinting and stuff and realize, oh, we there's no evidence. So they were like, well, then. For, for doing this and, you know, mocking the whole situation and not taking it serious, you know, we're going to suspend you for this. Didn't so when, you with, get, when you got introduced to starting lineup, did your teammates act like they were shooting guns at you? Yeah, we were. Uh, so you remember, um, oh my God. what was the, well, <laughs> I know, I know, right? <laughs> what the hell were you thinking? <laughs> you remember the movie, um, Even Given Sunday? Yeah. Every time they scored a touchdown, they were doing, the whole team was doing things. And that was like the part of it. We all came up with it like, yo, when they call our names, oh we're going to do all God. this. And yeah. Oh and my I, God. So, you know, <laughs> we, even we was going to Cleveland the next day and we were thinking about throw, like throwing a bomb and then we all fall down. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. He's uh, <laughs> Gilbert Arenas, three-time NBA All-Star. And uh, he has a podcast three days a week that's live Tuesday through Thursday at 11.30 a.m. Pacific, 2.30 p.m. Eastern Time, part of uh, Underdog Content Network, available iHeart app, everywhere podcasts are heard. Did you? Did LeBron reach out to you to work uh, with his son, with Bronny? Yes. Okay. Um, when they decided to move to L.A., he knew I was training kids. Um, so, um, actually, he started He started with uh, Dribble Too Much. His name is Johnny. Uh, Handle Life, Dribble Too Much. You know, most of the, you know, all the kids, you know, know him. Um <laughs> And then he said, hey, you know, Bronny's working out at Heritage High School. Can you go, you know, can you go put your eyes on him? You know, you know, it, it was coming from a concerned father because of the name. He wanted to make sure that, you know, his son was put around, you know, talent to make sure no one's picking at him. So I was like, OK, um, I went, you know, I'm watching him train. I'm watching him work out. And then, you know, I hit LeBron and say, um, there's nothing you have to worry about. Um, you you might be a little taller than he is, um, stronger. Your speed is probably the same. 
Um, is he a better IQ. shooter? Is he a better said, shooter than his dad? Yeah, I said he. I said he's a better shooter. Um, he he's got. I mean, he has the same reads. Um, better dribbler. <laughs> um, so I said, you guys are even. He, he, you're just probably a little bit taller. He probably might be a little bit more athletic at this age than you were. Um, but at this point, he just needs reps. Um, your genetics is flowing through him. All he does is he just needs reps at this point. Um, you think he's a top 10 pick? His ability, um, he, he reminds me of a more ath- athletic um, Drew Holiday. Um, oh, very smart. Yeah, he's, he's a very smart kid. Um, his downfall is it up it's it's a it's a um it's a it's a positive for a coach and a team he's very unselfish um he's a very unselfish he's not the type that would try to go out there and score 40. he knows what he can do and he's going to always play to his ability and the team's ability um that's the downfall to me because his ability is he can he can go out there and dominate a game because of what's flowing through his body like when he gets mad you can't stop that kid like the high school can't stop him when he gets mad okay but like you he, think he, he can do that in the nba yes you think he could be yeah. a dominating force in the nba he, he, he will be a at his height 19 Nineteen seven and seven type of player. Um, that's what I said. He's Drew High. He's going to be a lockdown defender. A lockdown defender. Um, he'll make big plays when he needs to. Um, he's going to be like the the the, the perfect you know uh, uh, second option. Okay. Now, if he decides, like if he gets put on a bad team and they say you are going to be the number one option, he has that ability. Wow. But he's still going to be the guy that will, like his father, if I have to score 30, I'm going to score 30. But, you know, if I see a play for this shooter in the corner at the end of the game, I'm, I will make that pass. I will make that pass. I'm not going to force up a shot. So he's more unselfish than LeBron is, too. What do you remember about the night you scored 60 on Kobe and the Lakers? Because I think Kobe had, what, 45 that night? 40, yeah, yes. Yeah. What do you remember um, about putting 60 on the Lakers? To be honest, it, it it's it's not it's not a top it's not my top three performances. It, nothing was standing out that I was on fire. It wasn't like a Clay Thompson where he's you know he's on. Um, you know, I had twenty something free throws, um, missed a shot to go to overtime. Um, I was you know very big in overtime. Um, you know, I was surprised that I had 60, you know, so it wasn't a, a game that, you know, I, I'm like, oh, that's, you know. Is Kobe saying was, anything to you? No. Um, before the game, it's always, you know, I'm guarding Gilbert. I'm going to shut him down. It's always the mind game. <laughs> it's always the mind game. I'm going to shut him down. You guard him um, to try to make you really think about what, what it is. So, you know, whenever he did that, I always went into ISO basketball just to let him know. See, that's the competitive part. He says, I'm going to shut him down, letting everybody know. Don't worry about him. He's neutralized. <laughs> so it's my job to let my teammates know, hey, uh, don't, hey, first play, let it go. One on one. We're going to play one on one right now. Right. So they know, all right, Gil is not backing down from this challenge. We're going to all let's go. And, you know, that's, you know, that's what sports is about. But, you know, my performance is like um, that I really say it's the 54 against um, Phoenix. They were the number one team. Uh, on a 16-game winning streak. I told the world months before that I'm going to go score 50 against D'Antoni and the Suns for what they did to me in USA Basketball. So I remember Dan. Yeah, I remember Dan Tony saying, "Damn, you um, hold a grudge, man. I'm never gonna let you. I don't want you holding a grudge against me." Yeah. 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 So, so I'm in layup line, and Dan Tony said, "Because they're the number one team, they're on fire." He said, "Um." You're going to jokingly, he said, you're going to need more than 50 to beat us. And then I said, okay, I'll have more than 50 then. (laughs) (laughs) And ended up having 54 and we won. You know, (laughs) who guarded you? 
Apparently nobody. It, no, it, it started off with Steve Nash, but usually with Steve Nash, because he was so great at offense, I attacked him as soon as the game started. I'm trying to, like, get a foul on him, you know, just – so usually once I do that, I want um, – it'll usually be – was it Raja Bell? Did he Boris Dio? No, it usually go Matrix. So Sean Marion will start first. Okay. Because they're trying to put if if I'm hitting shots, they put a longer body on me. So it'll be the Matrix. If I'm neutralizing him, then they'll go with Raja Bell. Um, so they can try to use the toughness. But um usually when I'm hitting shots, they'll use a longer defender on me. So. I want to have you next time on, I want to just talk basketball with you. Because I've, okay. I've I've always appreciated your your basketball IQ of knowing the game and uh telling stories. The podcast is Gil's Arena Podcast. I highly recommend it because this is what you're gonna get from Gilbert. Uh Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, eleven thirty AM Pacific. It's on uh, Underdog Content Network. Available on the iHeart app and uh, everywhere podcasts are heard. Gilbert, great to talk to you again. And uh, uh, I meant when I said I'd love to have you on, talk some basketball here as we get closer to the playoffs, if that's okay. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Hey, don't beat him up too much. I know we have to do our job, yep. but, you know, he's still you know, he's still a kid, so, you know. But I'm not condemning. I, I just want to make sure he understands. I hope those around him understand. And maybe this is a footnote in five years no, from now, Gilbert. And, and that's the problem. The people around him don't understand. Yeah. Because and, they're learning as he is, and yeah. he's trying to learn. Um, and the, the, the funny part is if they're at a strip club, it would be his teammates that's around him, not his friends. So that's another question. But they're all young. Um, it will be a footnote. Um, the, the, I, I think the reality of I almost lost everything. I could possibly lose everything. It kicked in for him to change his behavior. Hopefully. Yeah. Great to talk to you. Thank you, Gilbert. Right. Thank you. Gilbert looks like he still put up 20. We'll take a break. Last call for phone calls. What we learn, what's in store tomorrow, right after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app, at FSR, or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller. It would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. When I go to the club, I like to hear this. Yeah. The club? The, the, or the duck club. Okay. Duck Club. When Marvin and I go to the Duck Club. They said, Marvin, do you know him? Who? Yeah. I like to go to <laughs> the club. Not Duck Club or the club. It's the club. It's the Ohio State. All right. Um, Gilbert Arenas, he, I told you, going to be lively. He was interesting. Had uh, a lot of stories to tell. And uh, he's got a son who's going to be a baller. Uh, I think he's a freshman in high school. But that LeBron says, hey, will you, you know, put eyes on my son and everything he said about Bronny. I mean, that's, uh, there's some verbal bouquets there. Oh, we got some light NFL news, Paulie. Light NFL news. This is from Adam Schefter, Dan. Okay. Trade. Oh. The New York Jets have agreed to send a 2024 seventh-round draft pick to the Ravens for safety Chuck Clark. Hmm. Okay, not the trade I thought, but okay. Uh, it's in the you did say light NFL news, free safety community. It's a big deal. Light the NFL. trade is agreed to, but cannot be processed till Wednesday. All right, a light piece of NFL news there. <laughs> okay, thank you. Uh, this day in sports history, uh, how many bids are available tonight for March Madness? The big dance. And I'm checking my notes here. I I've got this as none bids Thursday. None bids night. It's a lot of quarterfinals, semifinals, round twos. Okay. In the men's game. I got to check the women's game, but I think there's no bids Thursday. This day in sports history. Oh, boy, I got to switch fast. Um, the NBA players adopted a rule that limited the size. Uh, baseball players limited a rule that the bats could be no more than two and a half inches in diameter. Mm. The thickness of the bats, Dan. Okay. Um, Gordy Howe and his two sons in 1980 skated on a line together for the Hartford Whalers. Mm-hmm. The event mm-hmm. happened mm-hmm. midway through the game mm-hmm. against the Boston Bruins. Gordy Howe was 1,000 years old. <laughs> Back to you. That's not true. Not true. Did you see the Sean, Sean Kemp story? How old is Sean Kemp? 53. 53? And he got arrested. I, he's part of a drive-by shooting. I don't, I don't know if anybody was, was hit. But here he is. He's six eight. He's got a red jacket on. You see him in the parking lot, and I mean, talk about looking suspicious. And uh, then you see him in cuffs. Yeah, Paul. Yeah, the, there was an argument going on with Sean Kemp and another person in a parking lot. Sean was outside his car, so he wasn't driving. But he unleashed, pulled out a gun, and appears to fire it. And a bystander got the video. What? The and he was booked the in the Pierce County Jail. Come on, God, that's crazy. Uh, Brandy in Iowa. Hi, Brandy. What's on your mind today? Hey, Dan. Thanks for making time for the call. Uh, preface it. No offense. This question for Todd. Uh, option for the bracket challenge since he has met um, Ryan and Honolulu's ex-wife and trying to add some ladies to the bracket challenge. Oh, wonder if he'd reached out. Wow. Her bracket might be interesting because I'm guessing she will definitely go with the field over the favorite. <laughs> wow. Wow. Way too soon for that kind of call. Baller oh, of the year question that, mark? That is a walk-off. Wow. He teed himself up and knocked him. Yes, oh, he did. Yes, Brandy. Poor Ryan and Honolulu. Don't encourage him, Don. That was lethal. You're oh. <laughs> Ryan, your ex-wife has nice brackets. Yeah. She'll take the field. Yeah. Dang! <laughs> yeah. He provides more content when single. Oh, my gosh. Um, we have uh, Coach Beard from Ted Lasso. Yes. Actor uh, Brendan Hunt will stop by tomorrow. Let's go. That'll be great. Todd, what did you learn on today's award-nominated program? There's an upcoming film, 48 Hours in Vegas, depicting Dennis Rodman's impromptu trip to Vegas in 98 when he played for the Bulls. And Seton O'Connor, what did you learn? Stephen A. Smith has a cowboy hat and cigar in his office right and now. And a big, a big trophy. And a big trophy. The GOAT trophy. Marv. We just heard the caller of the year. Maybe. Paulie? 
about 90% of the Gilbert Arena situation was not what he told us. It was. Yeah, that's true. Shame. Todd, uh, what did I learn today? Drew Brees announced his retirement two years ago. Still feels like something's missing. Doesn't have that routine in his life. Dan Patrick takes a gamble podcast later on today at danpatrick.com. Bad Larry, Shea and Irving, and Dylan the Graphics Guy. PXG, try them. Great clubs. 844-PLAY-PXG to schedule a fitting. Go to pxg.com. Swing those PXGs, and you'll agree nobody makes golf clubs the way they do, period. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Meet Friday, Dan Patrick Show. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste, the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family vgw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus hey hey it's malcolm gladwell host of revisionist history eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.